0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in. We are Creative Spaces International, also known as CSI. We are an education and fulfillment company that has a goal and purpose to help you stay connected and informed on all things involving and in relation to cannabis. Our goal is simple. We are here to bridge the gap. Stay tuned and buckle in. You won't be disappointed.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Creative Spaces International, also known as CSI, because we are thorough like that. We are a brand-new company that's purpose is to educate, inform, and collaborate involving all things cannabis. We are so excited to be here. I'm your host tonight, Annie, and tonight we're going to be finishing up our week-long topic of medical benefits of cannabis, along with Annie's Weed Feed, and we're going to tell some stories at the end. I'm really excited. I have Keely with me today you is out there listening and a host of other people make sure you share us like us and and subscribe so let's get started heely you know I've always got some fun facts for us right
2: so this always, first one is,
1: <laughs> so this first one is shakespeare actually smoked pot there was marijuana residue that was found by forensic technology in pipes found at his stratford upon avon garden there's a special way that they found the four different pipes, and they found, um, like, these particles of weed in it from however long ago that was. So they're pretty sure that um, Romeo and Juliet was probably written while he was high. <laughs> what do you think about that? Wow, that
3: is crazy. I'm not surprised. I'm like, we've been around for longer than I would have ever imagined. So I'm just like, this is
1: crazy. Yep, yep. It's kind of funny, too, though, that um, the amount of people that, like, that I'm reading about that I'm finding that were, you know, that used marijuana, and um, it, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about this earlier today about how do we change people's minds or get them to at least open their minds um, when they've been taught that something is bad their whole life, you know? Um, what do you think? I mean, how how do we get out there and talk to these people and let them, you know, get them to, get them to check it out?
3: Like having rallies and having events and just making sure that we spread the word on social media. And I, I think the best way to um, spread the word, I feel, is either through social media or in person. So I, I, I'm really excited for the events that we have coming um, later on this year oh, yeah. and then at the beginning of, of this year. That's going to be, like, dope where we can, like, go to all the cities and be able to spread the word about um, the use of cannabis and the benefits of yep. it as opposed to a prescription. So I'm really excited about right. that. Yeah, and I'm excited about, um, you know,
1: our company and our mission to um, get all the, to inform people and get, get the information out there. In the We have a magazine coming out. Um, we have this podcast. There's just so much going on. I'm really excited to share that with everybody because um, we are actually going to start listing out the states, um, what it's going to take to get them to start legalizing, um, what we can do to help. And that's going to be coming in the next couple months here, so I hope people stay tuned and uh, become part of the movement, you know?
3: Exactly, exactly. A lot of dope stuff coming. So, so I hope you guys are ready. <laughs> right? Oh, it's going to be great.
1: So Italy actually has marijuana in the air. It's not enough to get a contact high, but Florence, Milan, Rome, Bologna, I hope I said that right, Verona, Naples, Palermo, and Turin all have traces of weed floating through the air. Bologna, Bologna and Florence being the highest levels, they also have cocaine, nicotine, and caffeine in the air there. <laughs>
2: so how wow. is it in the
3: air? Do you have information huh? on how that's possible? How is it in the air? Do you have information on how that's even
1: possible? Apparently, Think that that's how much weed is smoked around there, um, I guess. I mean, I, I thought cocaine was an interesting fact because how is that in the air? But they do. They do air quality and air effects, right? And there's a specific way they read these things in the air. And, yeah, in eight of their cities has marijuana, cocaine, nicotine, and caffeine in the air. And so I just imagine that if the nicotine is from smoking cigarettes, then the marijuana is obviously from smoking weed or whatever. Well, I mean, it would have to be the weed. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Beyond crazy. I've actually been to Italy a couple times, and it's a pretty cool place, and now I like it even more. All right, so the next one. Americans only started using the term marijuana in the 1930s when Harry Anslinger, who was the first director of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, started a fear-mongering campaign to tie cannabis to immigrant Mexicans. And I know I I had said how the word marijuana is actually a Mexican term for dirt cigarette or something like that. But this is actually, it was cool to find this little tidbit that kind of tied into that thing that, you know, Harry Anslinger actually created that to try to make it a bad thing. So that's where the the term marijuana comes from and is why it's used today. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Hello,
2: you still there? Oh hello! Yes, that is that's crazy.
1: Just taking all this information
2: sorry.
1: in. I know I've got lots of information. You know me, but I see we have another caller. Who is who's on the six one nine number? Me, Gina. Hi, Gina. I'm sorry. So nice a,
3: to
1: meet you. Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm so
2: glad you called in. Have you? How long have you been listening? Uh, just for a minute, I wasn't entirely sure that I was actually on or not, but I'm here now, so yay. <laughs> yes, I see you. I'm
1: so sorry about that. So you're from California, Gina?
2: Yes, I am. I, uh, I'm i in San Francisco.
1: Oh, sweet. I'm a 49ers fan through and through. What? I'm going to have to come visit you soon. <laughs> and then Keeney well, Q- nice. is on the line as well. Hi. <laughs> ah, hello. <laughs> So Gina, tonight I was just—I always start off our shows with my what I call Annie's Weed Feed, and I find some little factoids, history, news, or uh, weird obscure facts to do with cannabis, and mm-hmm. I, I go through about five to seven of those, and we talk about them. And then we're finishing up our medical benefits of cannabis tonight. Um, we've been doing a week-long cool. topic on med- the medical benefits of cannabis, and just some of them that we're touching on. So I'm really glad to have you. Um, I'm going to move on to our next point, and I'm probably going to butcher the name of this country. It's either Bhutan or Bhutan, but in Bhutan or Bhutan, cannabis is fed to pigs as an appetite stimulant to fatten them up. Have you all ever heard of anything crazy like that? I think it's kind of a waste of marijuana.
3: Never, never, never. Welcome, guys. Thank you for tuning in, coming in. It's Keely, by the way. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I hear you,
1: honey.
2: Gina, um, I mean, if that makes sense that uh, if we make meat eat, stands to reason it would make an animal eat more. Um, I didn't know that. It's not surprising to find that out at
1: all. Though. You know
2: what would be a cool study? A cool study for that
1: would be if they studied the pigs as opposed to the ones that do not get fed cannabis, like the difference in the quality of the meat.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Do stone pigs taste better than not stone pigs? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder that. if their <laughs> I wonder if their meat is leaner. <laughs> <laughs> or it's maybe it tastes less tough or something because it's more relaxed. <laughs> right. Well, I would think though, I mean,
1: I would I wonder if it's different though. I mean, there could be all kinds of studies you could do on that. Cuz you could even study if they have to heat up the if they have to heat up the marijuana um for to to activate it or if they just feed it to them regularly, does their bodies break it down differently that it affects them.
2: That's a good another good study for you. Yeah, I'm wondering exactly how how these things are ingesting this uh marijuana are they. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I know no certain farmers have been in- smoking for their face. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> They They're just passing to join around and watching planet Earth. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I,
1: I have so many questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but really, you just want to get stoned with a little pig.
1: <laughs> right. That's like, what I, I want. <laughs> taking a home. We want to fat them up then because we've become friends. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So moving on, cannabis was actually used as a truth serum on World War II prisoners. They spiked their cigarettes with the weed to get them to get, get more, open up and possibly share things about their uh, criminal history or others um, while incarcerated from World War II. Isn't that crazy? Healy, what do you Does got that on that? <laughs> I don't
3: know. A truth serum. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't know about <laughs> I think...
1: I would love
3: to like sit in and see what they have to say. Like probably spit all the beans, right? <laughs> like all I
1: imagine is we talked about before the beginning of Pineapple Express. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: I don't. I don't know. that
2: That's I would be more one. compelled to tell the truth if I was stoned. I think I well, might be little... more paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. You never
1: know. They possibly—that's probably possibly why it didn't last—last last much longer than World War Two. We don't hear <laughs> about it in Vietnam. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I, but Annie, remember you so told me that. Like that. The, huh? But Annie, remember you told me like the weed from back in the day wasn't as strong as it is now. Like our weed now yeah, is like exactly. five times stronger than it was back so, then. So the I'm really, really like, same. yeah. That, that, that fact was
1: that the weed these days is five times stronger than it was in the seventies eight, and eighties.
2: That makes sense.
1: So I see we have another caller, number uh, number 770. Who are you? Where are you from?
2: How are you doing? My name is James. Uh, I live in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Hi, James. Welcome to the call. Have you been listening so far?
2: Uh, I just joined in not too long ago. I've been listening for the past minute or so.
1: Did you get Did you get the pleasure of listening to us talk about pigs ingesting marijuana, or did you miss that?
3: I'm sorry.
1: I said, were you able to hear us talk about pigs ingesting marijuana to fatten up, or did you miss that?
2: Oh no, I missed that part.
1: <laughs> well, you'll have to you'll have to get off when you get off the line. You'll have to go back and re-listen to it. So and catch up. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on here. I think I had brought, I had brought this one up before, but um, George Washington, our first president, actually smoked marijuana to reduce pain from his false teeth. And him, James Madison. Somebody, hey, guys, whoever's, uh, could you guys put your phones on mute when you're not talking? Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. I forgot to remind you all. Please leave your phone on mute when, I don't, when we're not talking because it, it creates too much feedback. But I appreciate everybody being here. I'm so excited. Um, but I was saying that George Washington, James Madison, and James Monroe were all presidents known to uh, smoke marijuana. I brought that up before, but I think it's really cool. Um, at least the ones that I think that they, they will can prove it. So in 1941, Henry Ford actually came up with a hemp car. It was an automobile that ran using hemp biofuel and almost entirely made oh. of plant material. It was made with 70% of cellulose fibers from wheat, straw, hemp, and thistle, plus 30% resin binder. Isn't that crazy? So, what do you guys think about that?
2: I think we're still underutilizing hemp in this. Amen. <laughs>
3: These facts are getting crazier and
2: crazier, and it's getting
3: worse and worse they
1: really are well you know like i said i think that we all should be knowledgeable about things you know what i mean um like there's some there's some funny things to talk about but it brings out facts and it shows you that this stuff has been around for a really long time thousands and thousands of years and all it all you know that i I was reading before you know there's never been a death that has been caused by overuse of marijuana um it helps people and i think that the you know that People are scared, and we gotta let them know that they don't need to be
2: afraid. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are scared of weed too because they hear about people that freak out, and I think a lot of that is circumstantial. Like a lot of people I know that have a biased opinion against weed because their one experience to do with weed was inedible, and people. <laughs> don't necessarily oh, yeah. tell them, like, take caution with edibles right out the gate, you know. <laughs> and I, I have the worst a lot of people you can over never the do other do side.
3: The
2: worst thing you can ever do is try an edible.
3: The worst thing you can ever do is try an edible as your first time. Please no, is the <laughs> yeah. most horrible
2: thing ever. But, That's but, what I know, essentially I told think... them. I was like, that was the worst thing you could have done, actually. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yep. <laughs>
1: Oh goodness! I had a friend. You guys, okay? So you know, I told you about those Mile High Mints. It's a chocolate bar, mint chocolate bar that I got used to get in Denver all the time in Boulder when I lived there, and and it was a thousand milligrams in this chocolate bar. Well, I had it in my car the one day, and my it was in my freezer, and my friend went and took some of it, but it had melted, so pretty much she was drooling upside down on a chair. Like I got a little nervous because <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much she took because it had melted together. And I, I mean, she couldn't even talk. It was insane. And, um, and I've heard these other things online where you can actually look it up and there's like nine one one calls, where there's people that call because their there's significant other is too no, high.
2: <laughs> I read an account once of a woman that had some kind of THC, like, um, I don't know why it was in her vagina. It was like some kind of topical ointment and she thought that was a good idea. And she blacked out for like five days or something. She said she came to like two, three days later and people had to tell her like, what did you do? (laughs) And she like didn't remember. Yeah. None of that. I struggle with the validity of this story, but also I'm intrigued with a woman who was so brave as to put weed in her vagina. (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know, you guys. that You're kind of weird stuff. high. What's that? Donald? Is that a puppy? I don't know that what that is. A, is, that is
3: that a puppy? No, I don't know what that is. What? What
1: is? What? There's a weird noise in the background Anywho, sidetracked much Okay guys <laughs> So we are going to take a quick break And then when we come back We're going to talk about the rest of this little list I have Of medical benefits of cannabis Because after that, Keely has got a story She can't wait to tell us
0: Why CSI and why now? I am so glad you asked me that to get more information about us, view our website or our social media pages. You will find our information about our monthly newsletter, our quarterly magazine, and all the great services that we offer. And don't forget the products. And to answer that question you asked earlier about why CSI why now, you will be sure to find that answer out. As you go to our website, subscribe now and get our free booklet, and it will give you all the information about getting connected with us and taking a journey with us. And guess what? You will go someplace that you've never been before in life. So don't tell anyone. Join us now.
1: Okay, welcome back, everybody. Sorry about the little technical difficulties in the background we had. I think I've gotten that taken care of. So what we're going to do is go into the medical benefits. We have a few more that I've got listed here I want to talk about. Of course, you know, we've only hit about 20 this week, um, and and there are so many more that we are going to touch upon in the next months to come. We have a lot of great information coming for you guys. So we're going to move on here, and the first thing I want to talk about is cannabis can reduce the side effects linked to hepatitis C and it actually increases the effectiveness of treatment. It helps with the fatigue, nausea, depression, and muscle aches. Now, I infor- I don't, I gratefully have never had to battle with hepatitis C. I have known people who have before, but um, I think that's a pretty interesting, um, interesting fact. Like, it makes me wonder how many things that they don't even know about that cannabis helps with. Keely, what do you, what do you got to say about that? Okay.
3: That is amazing. Like we said before, like, it's just so many benefits that marijuana brings, and I just really, really want people to try the herbal route, really, for real, before any type of prescription. It's
0: just getting
3: better and better. Like, the facts you're bringing is getting better and better. I'm just like, yes. I'm going to need for people to at least attempt to try out the herbal herbal route before taking a pill. Because like I said before, like I always say, We're going to say it every day, aren't we? Pharmaceutical (laughs) route is trash. Pharmaceutical route is garbage.
1: Yes. I was talking about that today with somebody earlier, and, like, I don't even care if it sounds, you know, if we sound repetitive with that because it's important. You know, as being somebody who was um, addicted to pain pills after I had hurt myself in a car accident, that almost ruined my life completely. And um, I've had to rebuild so much from that. And, you know, I thought it was – I didn't know it wasn't okay because I – I was being prescribed this stuff and it completely changed who I was. And I, you know, I even remember my sister has told me so many times, like she, all she would think was that she missed me and that she just wanted her sister back and I didn't even see it, you know? Um, And it's this very scary thing. And marijuana has never made me a zombie like that. You know, Um, it it just never, it helps me in so many ways. I'm super grateful for it. So I'm going to ask Gina, what do you got to say about that?
2: I mean, that's fantastic. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that it uh, helped with Hep C, and that, but that makes sense, and that's super rad. It's definitely, anyone that has any kind of ailment, I'm always like first like go, even if you're opposed to like getting high for sake of being stoned. There's always just the CBD friendly um, options at dispensaries. At least here in California, they're it's legal here, so. Mm-hmm got a bit of a head jump start with that. But yeah, that's rad. Yeah. Um, I I was unaware of that. That's good that's to know.
1: Nice. All right. So my next one here, I'm going to get a little bit gross for a second, but you know, we got to share things, right? So back in the day, I had been diagnosed with IBSD. I had a lot of stomach issues. Um, I was like sick all the time. It was It was IBS, diarrhea, very embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you all it's true. I spent years, and they had no way. There was no way to cure it, and it could lead to Crohn's disease, diverticulitis, and it was very uncomfortable and crappy. <laughs> crappy. I'm <laughs> so funny. Anyway, so I um I ended up when I went into the hospital with my broken back. I ended up finding out that I'm actually allergic to gluten, and that was where my issues were coming from the whole time. Um, and so in that respect, um, marijuana actually helps treat inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's disease, and ulcerative colitis. I used to have a friend who also had Crohn's disease, and she actually did it um, every day to be able to eat and be able to um, go to the bathroom normally because it also helps enhance the immune response and interacts with cells that function in the gut. Um, It helps, like, block off bacteria and um, inflammation in your gut. So, Keely, what do you have to say about that? (laughs) Hold on one second while I
3: put you on. Okay. You can... You cannot tell me that is not amazing. That is oh amazing. no, oh. like the
1: things he would really? think about. You can't eat enough yogurt to do that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, I like, love, like we. talked I about love Jamie before. Lee like, her... we have a... huh? Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Say?
1: I said I know we got we all love Jamie Lee Curtis and her yogurt commercials, but you know it can only do so much for you. <laughs>
3: Oh my god! As far as I'm concerned, Jamie Lee Curtis can do no wrong.
1: I love her. Right, I love her too.
3: <laughs> but yeah, that movie. Yeah, that
1: exactly was in that, uh, what was that movie where she was in the heels with the bathing or like the underwear or bathing suit on with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? You remember that movie?
3: Oh, you going real old school?
1: That was like eighties, right? Ah, uh, might have been. I know I'm old. Okay, I'm
2: what are you trying not to say? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm right there behind you. Don't worry about it.
1: I'm right there behind you, but I think I know what you're talking
0: about. Like, she's been around forever. It's that movie where I Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: think was. And that was her. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, that's a good movie. Look it up. Look up Jamie Lee Curtis in underwear, and I'm sure you'll find it.
2: <laughs>
1: so I know we had talked, <laughs> we had talked a little bit about how it helps with MS, but um, also marijuana cannabis helps with Parkinson's tremors. It helps to reduce the tremors and pain, um, and also um, shows to improve people's motor skills. Um, my Actually, my, my maternal grandfather had Parkinson's disease and um, and a slew of other things, and it got pretty bad at some times, and I know, you know, he was command sergeant major in the military, and he would not ever smoke weed. He stopped drinking like 40 years ago, you know, um, but I, you know, I was always like, I wish I could have offered that to him and that he would have taken it, because I know how much... Like he was such a very stout man that shaking like that was embarrassing for him. And I just wish that it was something that he could have enjoyed to help him in his later life. But there was such a, there's such this faux pas against it. You know, what do you, what do you guys think of that? You
3: know, like we talked about before Annie, uh, we even touched on it about two days ago, like the old school cats, unless they're like a hippie or really, really um, just a, a open type of person, um, free-spirited type of person, they're really going to be uptight when it comes to weed. They're going to just be like, yeah, no. They don't want to hear if it helps them. They're just like, yeah, no, I, 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 I know. I've heard about it. Devil's lettuce. I'm a Christian. No. So it's like, you know, it depends on the type of person and where their mentality is. I really feel like as long right. as long as you know we're trying it out to see if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, you they're fine. But at the end of the day, I really feel like just being open to the the opportunity of being able to take something um, herbal as opposed to a pharmaceutical drug is definitely like the first right. route, you know. Just trying it out. Right. But I'm absolutely. like that's a, that's definitely an amazing fact. What What do you think, Gina?
2: Um, I know for sure that it's hard to get people. Like, I I wish I could get my mom to smoke with me. She has. Um, you said it just now, and I I try really hard to to. The, uterus, the stomach problem. The. Big uterus, yeah. How
1: do you say it? Ulster, she ulcerative has colitis.
2: That. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was in nursing I can't school for like it. five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I know that we would probably do wonders for her, but she had a bad experience with my dad when she was very young. You know, back in the day, yeah. and. I talk to a lot of people, like, you know, old, uh, older people, my mom's pretty old, but uh, like about it. And a lot of people will like have, they'll have had one bad experience with weed and that'll be, it. it'll it be so hard to convince them. It'll be okay because you know, the one time they did it in a, the wrong environment with the wrong person, it induced anxiety. And it's like, no, no, I promise. There's, right. <laughs> there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I swear. <laughs>
1: Right, right. No, I know we talk about it all the time. It's like, that's what we're trying to do is inform people and get the knowledge out there and show people that, you know, you, you, there's pretty normal people out there. I mean, I guess as normal as you can call us, um, that use cannabis on a daily basis because for me, it saved my life. And, um, the next, the next little fact I have for, you know, is alcoholism. Um, so, cannabis can be used to curb alcoholism um and treat it i mean it's a much safer alternative to alcohol obviously um but it's it's not 100 percent risk-free for somebody who has alcohol issues but it's a smarter way to curb alcohol cravings um i mean i know i know that i've known many alcoholics in my life and there's that pill they can take an abuse or something where it like makes them vomit when they drink and i mean it's it's sad you know alcoholism is a very sad uh Sad thing, you know next week we're doing a whole week on um all the different drugs and how cannabis gets a, you know like put in this category with all these other drugs that are hard drugs that are or things like alcohol that can cause people to you know lose their lives from it um so we're gonna be doing that all next week. I'm really excited about that, and next weekend we're gonna have a a guest on who actually has used cannabis in her recovery, so I'm really excited about that oh nice so yeah. So Gina, being new to our little family here, you need to tell us a story—a um, funny cannabis story. Maybe your first time, but it is now story time because it's Sunday night, and at the end of the night on the Sunday nights we do story time. So since you're new, tell us a funny story—a funny
2: weed story. Uh, yes, do I ma'am, have to be the one that was stoned time. for the story, or can it be like somebody else that was high? Does it have to be me that was no, stoned, or does it. that have to be someone? You can tell both. Um, I... <laughs> All right. Well, one particularly funny, um, it wasn't me that was too stoned. It was it was this delightful young lady. I was hanging out at this XTP commune up in the mountains of, of Santa Barbara in California. I had some friends that grew up. Uh, on yeah, New I, just, I what, just moved to Phoenix from Santa Barbara. Uh, yeah, so, um, up off Gibraltar, there's this little hippie commune thing and my friends grew up there. Anyhow, we were all up in his room up in the forest out there and we were smoking blunts and I was sitting next to this girl and I hadn't met her before. She seemed nice enough, you know, but, um, and I don't remember bringing her there, but I definitely took her home, uh, (laughs) but she had gotten stoned and she'd gotten quiet we were all smoking. Everyone was having a good time. And it must have, I, I think she got out to me that this was one of her first times smoking weed. She was able to communicate that with me. And that was the last thing she was successfully <laughs> able to communicate to any of us. Because she, she just went into this state of, like, cry laughing. Like, I've been there. I've done that before. Done yeah. That. Where she, would like, she, would like, curl over to a ball and her hair would be covering her head and she'd be like shaking and we would think she was crying and then she'd come up and she'd be like cry laughing and we'd be like oh no 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 she's yep. laughing she's cool she's cool and she was like trying to talk to us cause, and that was the hard part is we could tell that she was trying to communicate with us and she just couldn't the, the most yep. we got out of it was she was she just like started touching her face and was like my nose is, is dripping <laughs> My nose, like, she kept going on about her nose dripping. And then, like, she'd that's seem weird. really distressed, and we'd be like, uh, is she okay? And then she, like, couldn't fall over again and come back up laughing oh again. And it was, it was just this, like, little. That's, a a perfect, perfect, feeling, that's,
3: that's <laughs> yeah. perfect. I would have recorded her. That's just me, though. We did. We did. But did okay. Because I'm like, you have, have to record ago. moments <laughs> like that.
2: We did Dude, record it. it. was my like, a while, that,
1: have you guys ever had, like, laugh that hard that you were crying? I have actually done that before, and it's a crazy ass feeling because you're, it's crazy. <laughs> because you're, I'm, I'm serious. So, like, I've had a couple of
3: experiences. I've been around people who have.
1: I've been around yeah, people been who
3: have, and it's hilarious.
0: You already know laughing. <laughs> yeah, is you a, laugh. It's kind of
3: like, like yawning. We just to throw yawning. you just automatically oh just like, ugh. you don't even be sleepy. It's I like had you're it. so contented. <laughs>
1: I had it happen to me when I just had first started dating this guy like for two months that's it and we're sitting there and I just started fucking laughing and crying so hard he thought it was crazy <sighs>
2: oh that's great yeah she, had, she did okay though she was fine um, the end of the night rolled around and I realized that she hadn't quite figured out how she was going to get home so I was like I'll take her home and that was an endeavor as well because she was still pretty fucking lit <laughs> and the hippie commune was up in the mountains and the road to get up oh, there God. is this <laughs> kind of really sketch windy road. And I drive a stick shift and I try to drive not crazy, but yeah. uh I was doing my best with her. Oh, no, but I in know the exactly back, But it was hilarious though, because she was in the back, like it was a roller coaster. Like, Oh, every time we took a turn, <laughs> she was like really vibing oh, on the God. drive down the mountain. and <laughs> Finally, like, I took her back to where she needed to be, and I was like, Are "You gonna be okay, sweetie?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> She'll never forget I that was night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a pretty entertaining. Uh, she she's all right. She handled herself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoo, good one, good one. All right, Keely, what do you got for me? i have I'm been waiting
3: for your story all day. Don't be too excited because I'm actually reading <laughs> something out that I said that I saw online, um, because I actually told you guys my story, my personal story that I've had, like, multiple times. So I'm actually reading something off of a website. It's really quick. Um, It was a girl named X. Um, She's now 49, Uh, but her first time was at the age of 12 or 13. And she basically said, I was alone. It was a massive joint, and I started seriously hallucinating. When my vision started to glitch out, I took a Tylenol, then stuck my head under a faucet, then marched around my house for a while, and I was in the Wizard of Oz. It was miserable, but (laughs) funny, but a funny story now. I wouldn't wouldn't touch pot for years afterwards. And every time I smelled it, I had flashbacks. So I thought it was funny, because I'm just like, yeah, when you had a weird or bad experience, you definitely get a flashback from it. It, it can make you laugh. It can make you feel all kinds of feelings. But at the end of the day, I'm like, this one was hilarious. I'm yeah. just like, she felt you like know
1: she the was worst. With the worst is when I drink and smoke. That is the worst. If you get, oh, uh, I cannot drink too much and smoke too much because I that is the worst kind of high drunk, and I get very sick. I hate that <laughs> feeling. <You laughs> Lincoln, you know, know.
3: People who can do both. Really? I smoke the sober my ass up? Because I think it's amazing. Yeah. I can't imagine just being high and then drinking, Ugh. which is a downer,
1: I'm a, and mixing I'm it a together. I'm a lightweight when it comes to alcohol. I'm a huh? lightweight, man. I can't, I can't do a lot of alcohol. I'm a lightweight. So if I smoke weed and drink alcohol, <laughs> I am
3: in trouble. <laughs> walking in traffic, huh? Just walking on the expressway.
1: Oh, walking my around. gosh. Yeah. freaking forget <laughs> it. Forget it.
2: <laughs> I smoked this sober up. I'm warning I'm like, I'm too drunk. I'm Let me get high.
1: <laughs> right? Well, you know what? I actually pulled a little fucking a funny story because I thought it'd be something funny to talk about. So this was posted on E-Bombs World, posted by Anonymous like four years ago. He said, last night I was watching Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when Veruca Salt falls down the garbage chute. And Wonka says, must have been a bad egg. That got me thinking, why do we call people eggs? So I Googled bad egg, and it came up with all these ways of testing your eggs to see if they've gotten rotten. Extremely intrigued, I go to the kitchen and I get out a dozen eggs. The way to tell if an egg is bad is to see if it floats. For for some reason, I put each egg in its own individual bowl of water to see if they float. (laughs) Eventually, I got bored and moved on. I got up this morning and my brother had already left for work. I go to the kitchen to find 12 eggs floating in bemusing places all around the kitchen. Accompanied by a piece of paper with a large question mark on it, my brother had left me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the separate bowl thing. That's a... Where was the the logic there? <laughs> I think that
3: would be Could like a perfect not... event. Just get, everybody, just get everybody lit. Just have like an edible person there. To like sell their edibles, have a drink guy in the corner, have a band there, just have everybody just sit around and tell their high stories. That shit would be yep. hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you'd be making new ones right there. You know, have you guys ever gone camping and smoked? Oh my god! Never mm-hmm. been camping before, but I can imagine. Oh, we're gonna take you camping Gosh. and take you.
2: <laughs> yeah, camping's
1: great. It's, it be pretty go.
3: terrifying, honestly. Let's go down <laughs> I can see to be terrified. I I'm just like, I've, heard, I've seen too many movies about bears <laughs> randomly walking up on the tent. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to have
1: to give me a little camper.
2: Was,
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> in, um, the, the mountains of of Colorado when I lived there, I
1: used to go camping up there all the time. And I, I have two pit bulls and we're sleeping. And, and all of a sudden there's like a pack of coyotes or wolves. I'm not sure which one. And there somewhere, we're in this like canyon area around all these, we're in the middle of friggin' nowhere, like hours up into the mountains, you know. Um, and there's like these dogs, it was like hours long of these these animals. You can hear them coming closer, 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 passing by, like for hours. It was terrifying. My dogs were like on full on guard, sitting there being completely quiet. It was terrifying. And I was so scared. Yeah, they were being oh, good buddies.
2: Awful. That's a good yeah. buddy. It was
1: awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful.
2: <laughs> He's doing his job. <laughs>
1: So, Gina, you got any more stories for us before we close out tonight?
2: Uh, let's see. Funny stone story. I mean, I mean like, what's the dumbest thing you've done? Hi, I think recently, and by recently, like, I mean like, you know, before before, before, before pandemic times. Uh, I definitely was in an elevator recently for a very long time. You mean time the good old days? By myself. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. I was definitely in an elevator for a very, very long time after the doors had closed by myself before I realized that the elevator has not been moving and will not move until I select a floor. Oh my God. I, know. <laughs> you know, I, was,
1: I was telling the stories when I first had hydroponics um, back in the day in Florida when hydroponics first came out and they were so strong and we were going up to the Grand Prix Race of Ramen on the way there. We decided to go through the Burger King drive-thru and I was so stoned and I was really hungry and we ordered food and I swear to God, I thought we were there for like 25 minutes and I was just like, what the hell is taking so long? You know? And I'm, I'm like all, my vision's all blurry and I'm seeing this girl in the window and I'm looking at her like I can barely. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm hilarious. Great. No, then, then we get up to the second window, girl, we get up to the window and I'm so stoned and I look at the clock, right? And I see that it had only been three minutes. And so I yell girl in the window I'm like it's only been
3: three minutes you would have worn me out if I was in the car I would have been stressed
1: but my sister was like what are you doing
2: (laughs) oh man the good old days (laughs) right Someone asked on a forum somewhere online, they were like, what does a stranger do in public that turns you on? And I was like, I can't even remember before times with strangers in public. <laughs> like, right. What was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dudes used to do things. In so outside. We live in a really bars? sad world, guys.
3: We okay. live in a really, really, really sad world right now. Seriously. Oh, What's going to be the
2: day how, we're allowed you know out back thinking? again? Like, exactly. Even you, know, you know what I'm talking fun? about, like, opening
3: up the theaters?
2: Go ahead, Annie. Yeah,
1: go ahead. I was saying, you know what really sucks is all this damn chin acne from these stupid masks. <laughs>
2: oh, that's it. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I was like, what's going on with my chin? <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect and sense now. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what they're talking about? Like, opening up the
3: theaters here in Chicago, right? I was thinking to myself, oh, I can't even imagine going to a theater now and sit next to people that I don't oh, know. Oh, hell no. it's, it's, This is a really sad world that we live in. I'm like, we can't even go to the show. What is this? Uh, yeah,
2: I don't, like, and the PTSD I'm going to have I when miss, I go back into I do the miss like, spending, you know. Exactly.
1: I miss spending $80 to go see a movie one night for two people. I do
2: miss. <laughs> I miss leisurely walking around, like. Target and Michael's and Joanne's and touching yarn and smelling candles and, like, doing fucking nothing in the store. Now I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to come back to shopping in <laughs> Dude, the state I of mind. we you know? It's like we're in a war.
3: It's like we're in a war. Yeah. World, 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 world. Horrible. Just, uh, we're going to uh, forever have PTSD. Well, we all, like, we're not going to be able to really do anything for a long time uh, and feel comfortable hey, at this point. Girl,
1: listen to me. Stop the negativity. We just got to think posit- positively and we're going to manifest it because we are stronger than we think. And we're just going to think positively because you never know what can happen. You know, the, we talked about, I've talked about natural selection before. You know what I'm saying? Like,
3: like
1: right. the survival, of the let's go, the survival of the fitness. I'm all for it. Let's think positive. Definitely
3: what let's think positive we are going right to right now is
1: and then it's going to be like, oh, this is so much better now. There's less traffic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do like the le- the less traffic in the city. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, traffic is not
2: pretty much. Right?
1: All right. Well, does anybody have anything else for us? We only got about three minutes left.
2: Mm. All right. <laughs> it's
1: like expecting Jeopardy to come on, but no, that's all right, <laughs> I am going to close it out. We're going to be back tomorrow night with another great topic. I will be back hosting on Wednesday, starting out our whole week on the um, hard drugs and what they are really all about. Um, we're going to be comparing what people, you know, their stereotype about marijuana and how they think it's a hard drug and it's not. Um, and we're going to go through some pretty hardcore uh, material just because I think it needs to be heard and said. There's people out there that don't know what's going on in these worlds. And, uh, you know, heroin and meth are a huge, huge uh, problem in the United States right now. And people need to know what they're dealing with, you know. So I can't wait until next week. I'm so happy that you guys joined me tonight. Excuse me. Boy, am I oh, going oh.
3: into puberty now, too? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice going to get deep in a
2: minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cotton mouth. <laughs> ah, anyway. That'll do it.
1: Gina, thank you for calling in. Keely, as always, I no appreciate problem. you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight. You can always catch the CSI podcast every night the rest of this month. Listen where all podcasts are played. Make sure you share our movement and help us change the world one smoke at a time. My name is Annie and Creative Spaces International wants you to wants to welcome you to our family. I am always sending light and love your way. Have a peaceful and prosperous night.
0: I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Whether you are interested in exposure for your existing business or startup, a place to call home so you can stay in the know, or getting off the sidelines and jumping into the game, CSI is for you. We also have a platform for investors, those seeking investors, chefs, artists, music artists, event organizers, and so much more. Contact us now and get connected. We're waiting on you. Mm